This is Caleb Tennedy. I'm the Shock Factor Professional Wrestling. And my name is Casey Rocker. I'm the Dojo Cat himself. Together, we are the business, baby. Baby. And you're watching the Three Count Podcast. Do you yeah, want to get live with me? Do you really want to ride with me? I'm in the club, baby, grind on me. Do you want to get live with Welcome, me? everybody, to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering. And I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you out that mountain called wrestling. And by now, after season four, like 300-something episode, a new venue, right? I would just hope you say it with me. I am your Sherpa. Because like your tribal chief, acknowledge me. But like every good Sherpa, <laughs> you got to have someone who's been there, done that, and can do it more efficiently than you can. That's why it's never about me. It's about who's entering. So who's entering? Well, you can find these boys at SOS, DOA, Cherokee Run, AEW, GPW, New South, and District. They work the East Coast. They work the West Coast. They are down South. They are in your neighborhood, but not your friendly neighborhood. But you can find these guys all up and down in the U.S. And here they are, Caleb Trinity, Casey Rocker. What's up, y'all? <laughs> are we doing good, man? Doing? Yeah. Man, doing great, doing great. You know, just enjoying enjoying this life, man. You know, yeah, awesome, awesome. Yo, so real quick, I want to put like the inside story about like how this all came to be, right? Because we have a mutual friend, right? We have mutual friends. We'll yeah, that way. friends is an extension. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it was awesome. So I was just sitting around, and all of a sudden, like this name drops in my in my uh, IG, and it was like, "Hey, friend." Uh, I just want to know, I have some friends that are looking to get out there and get their name out there. So um, if you could help them, I was like, yo, of course, bring them on board. And so I was glad that we were able to make this happen, though. Yeah, I appreciate you having us yeah. on. Hell yeah. So, all right. So for our fans who might not know who you are, uh, Caleb, go first. Let them let the people know who you are. My name is Caleb Tennedy. I've been wrestling for about five years I want to say there was a little bit of stop and go at the start. So like, I think combined about five years, I would say. Uh, yeah, I started Northwest, moved to the Nightmare Factory about two years in and then been there since. Nice, nice. Casey, what about you, man? Well, man, uh, in 2020 is when I started wrestling. I, I uh, was a part of the first class of the Nightmare Factory. So I was one of Cody's uh, first students in that group. And uh, I've been, as soon as I got out of uh, the camp, which was August through December of 2020, I've been going full-time into wrestling. I did about six months solos. And then uh, Caleb and I got randomly paired one day on this crazy adventure to Alabama. And uh, ever since then. Oh. Are we good? Uh, yeah, you're good. Are we now. good? Yeah. We're good right, now. Yeah, ever, since, ever since then, we've been running wild, baby. Uh, we became the business, and there hasn't been any looking back. We've been it, doing uh, great shows also from, like, East Coast, West Coast. Uh, we've gotten to have some appearances. Uh, my, my and NWA, Caleb's done a lot of AEW. So we're pretty much just all over trying to meet as many people as possible, make good friends. Yo, and it is funny, though, man, because, like, one thing that, uh, you know, like, you brought up, right? Like, you started in 2020, Casey. I started in 2020 as well. And it was, uh, I started, I started January of 2020, and then the shutdown happened. Oh, oh <laughs> rough! It was rough. Yeah. I was like, bro, this is not. I was like, you know what? And it was one of those things where I had to test myself a little bit because I was like, you know what, man? Like, I went out there, and mind you, like full full transparency with y'all, like I'm turning 39 next year, so I was like, yo, try it out. I was like, I gave it the college try. Mm -hmm. it, yeah. It's just not meant to happen because there's a full fucking pandemic that just told me I'm not allowed yeah. to do this. And I was like, nah, we're going to play this out and see how far we can take this. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting story. I've been meeting a lot of people who started during the pandemic. Either yeah. like they did, I, I met a lot of people in the January who, and especially uh, when they got told, oh, we can't do anything with it, a lot of them fell off. So it's really cool to see people who stuck around. And it's uh, it's an interesting experience to share being like wrestlers to come in during the pandemic. You know, 2020 was a definite trial for me because I ended up like yeah. coming back at the end of May and like really pushing for it, right? And then I kind of took a step back because obviously when you're not training, you know, you don't really know what you're doing. So mm -hmm. I, yeah. took it, I obviously took a step back and I thought about quitting. And then my friend told me I shouldn't quit. And then like, I was like, all right, bet I'm going to keep going. And then I tore my abdomen. <laughs> oh, rough. And so I was out for eight weeks. I was like, 
bro, 2020 was like clearly telling me like, hey, yo, don't do this. And I was like, I can't listen to 2020. I got to keep no. going. That's so funny. But, I, uh, I had just started, like, I just started picking up steam when the pandemic hit for me. Because oh. I had started 2017. Mm. But after I graduated high school, I started training. Stopped in 2018 for about a year and came back. And uh, Luther was training me. And he, like, really pushed me on the shows, got me going, got my everything going for me. And then pandemic hit. And I, right before the pandemic, he was like, hey, I just got signed to AEW. And I'm going to Georgia for their school. You should come with me. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I had had a bunch, <laughs> a bunch of personal stuff fall through. And so, like, I had this house that, like, I owned a house at, like, 20 years old. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, fuck it. I sold the house and used the money to move. Nice. This is crazy. So, the Nightmare Factory was home to both y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I can only imagine, like, you know, with QT, uh, Vary Morales, right up there, uh, down there. Oh, yeah. My uh, dude. Yo, I love her. Yeah. <laughs> tell me tell people. Him, we love him. <laughs> you know what's so funny, though, is that, like, so I had Vary on the show. Uh, oh, right yeah. before he like was doing more, he was doing a lot of work with AEW Dark, mm-hmm. and we brought him on. And I was actually, I think, I was his first interview in full English. And the funny thing is, is I was like, "Oh yeah, amigo, get us habla en español. We can do that too." And he was just like, "No, no, we gotta do it in English." And I was like, "Oh, all right, cool. We're doing it in English." But it was just, it was funny. So getting to know him and then seeing, finding out that he uh, became one of, like the trainers over at the at the mm-hmm. name factory, I was like, "Hey, yo, big ups for that man." So I was definitely excited for him. So it was a good thing for him. But what's it like, like getting into the getting into Nightmare Factory? Because like you know, I know QT came down from Monster Factory, and then like he opened up the school, and then like the ball started rolling from there. So there had been like a lot of nerves, like getting into that area. So I came in thinking I was going to be in KC's camp. There was three of us. So when we were training with Luther, we had like five main guys, and then uh. He sat us all down. We always went to, I don't know if you know what Sherry's are. They're a restaurant, I think, just in the Northwest. Mm. But we'd always go to these places called Sherry's after training. And he sits us all down and he's like, hey, guys, you come to Georgia. And like, you could kind of look across the room. Like, why? Like, some of them were like, why would we move to Georgia? And I was just like, uh, another guy named Parker Lee. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Mm-mm. He was like yeah. the other main one who's like, that dude, I'm down. We'll go. And then, uh, a third one came down. He ended up quitting wrestling, but that, that's okay. That happens. Um, but yeah, so I forgot where I was going with that. I'm not. You, gonna... were, you were talking about how you made the incredible journey to Nightmare Factory. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. I, I completely <laughs> spaced where I was going with that. Uh, and so yeah, we came down. Uh, we'd have that conversation in February, and I quit my job, sold my house. And then the pandemic hit. <laughs> and I was like, oh, um, okay. And so I kind of just hung out. I worked at my dad's restaurant for a little while and then moved down to uh, the factory a few weeks before that camp started. And up until we got there, we thought we were in, in Casey's camp, like the first camp that they announced. Yeah. Uh, we thought we were in that. And then QT's like, you guys have been wrestling for two years each. I'm not putting you in a beginner's camp. And I was like, oh, okay. That's fair. I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> just prolonged our meeting, man. <laughs> we just prolonged it. Well, it is something, though, because, like, it's funny how you, you mentioned that, right, Caleb? Like, the one thing is, is because I know for me, um, I was living in Maryland, right, when I started. And then I moved to the northeast, right? So I'm up in, uh, in the Massachusetts area now. And I'd been wrestling in Maryland for, like, well, shit, three and a half years now. And so when I moved to moved up here, uh, it was like a whole new thing to like learn, right? And then like networking and stuff like that obviously matters. But um, it was so funny because I was like, yo, I'm working my way around, talking to people. I knew certain places that I already wanted to be a part of. So like I was like looking for those places. But when I started training out of school, one person was like, yo, why would you want to come to a beginner course if you've been working for almost four years? And I was like, yeah, that sounds really stupid when you say it that way. So where do I go from here? And they're like, well, you can come to uh, the other classes that we have. And I'm like, bad. <laughs> so I started showing up. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that, yeah, I was like, well, you know, I figured everybody's 
because it's the thing right like everybody trains mm-hmm. differently yep. so you're like learning from different people and you're like well i'm gonna go do the beginner course because that just makes sense and they're like uh no you're stupid just go ahead and, on it. you know come in say hi but then you go jump in the advanced course i'm like but i i'm not advanced they're like get in the advanced course i'm like all right i'll i'll, I'll go that way oh, I'll <laughs> you. you're right you're and right. like we wrestled all over and like when you wrestle people who are like trained in different regions there's differences like mm-hmm. for example uh that's just a kind of thing i noticed right when i like moved like i went from pacific northwest to the southeast uh i can't tell you which one does which but i felt like a lot of people in one would call it like the universal and a lot of people in the other would call it the international yeah and like just stuff like that (laughs) like the the terming's different um all the moves like a lot of moves i feel like people take differently different spots um People yeah. like to really hit each other in the Northwest. People don't like that in the Southeast. Like, <laughs> you know what's funny is I've I've heard that right. Um, I have a friend who is actually in the Atlanta region. He's wrestling and he's from the Northeast. Well, the Mid Atlantic. We'll put that. We'll be fair. Uh, he's from the Mid Atlantic, and uh, he said he locked up with his first person in Tennessee, and the guy was like. Lighten up, brother. And he's yep. like, it's a tie-up. What do you mean? <laughs> they wrestle in Tennessee, baby. <laughs> Can we ask who that friend is? Do we know him? Oh, uh, do you guys know who Ben Bishop is? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I've met Ben. Yeah, B-T-double-B. <laughs> he was on uh, all the district shows with us. Yeah. I love Ben, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. He's a sarcastic yeah, dude. I love him. Yeah. So he started actually training at the place that I trained at, like, okay. Like I think it was like a year before I did, and it might have been six months before I did. He was actually my first match. Oh, uh, nice! Oh, really? yeah, we did a taping. We did a taping together, and he was my first match. Yeah, so I definitely I'm a big fan of BT Double B. You know, the six foot twelve, fifteen percent of a metric ton. <laughs> yeah. I actually have a pretty good first match story. I feel like I can tell most people my first match, and they can't top it. So I had uh, started training for three months. And we had this 24-hour charity show. And my coach at the time, and I was getting coached by this guy when I was in Oregon these last couple months. Uh, his name is Ricky Gibson. Mm. He's half of uh, Midnight Heat. Okay. He uh, looked at me. He's like, hey, are you going to be at the uh, the show? It's called Hunger Slam. He's like, are you going to be at the Hunger Slam? And I was like, yeah. Like, I was going to go help out because, like, they were very big on, like, you went to the school shows and helped out. Like, even if you couldn't work. Like, you went to shows. He helped set up the ring like he paid your dues. They're very big on that, which I'm glad. Um, I was like, yeah, I was going to be there, help out with what was needed. He's like, cool, you're booked. I'm like, I haven't had a training match. And he's like, we'll figure it out. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, cool. And like, they started having me have training matches. Like, no, I had my first training match the night before the show or the show. Like, and we were just doing matches and someone's like, Caleb hasn't had a match yet. And they're like, yeah. And they're like, he's on the show tomorrow. And they're like, okay, yeah, I get in there. It was on the fly, too. Um, But then, like, they had me in a battle royal to start. And then they had me refing matches. And then, like, they're like, we'll have you wrestle around, like, the 3 o'clock mark, like, in the morning when no one's there. Like, just to fill time. Because, like, if it's a bad match, no one's going to see it. I'm like, okay. Right. These two guys were having an evening gown match, and one had to back out and like go off and do something. And so this kid from my school comes and grabs me. He's like, "Hey, you ready for your first actual match?" I'm like, "Yeah, what is it?" And he just hands me a dress. And he said, "Put this on." <laughs> and I'm like, uh, "Welcome to the business, kid." <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, yeah. He's like, "Welcome to the business." Um, and so we went out and have an evening gown match, and I'm literally like, it's in front of eight people, and I'm laughing the whole time. Like, cause it's not what I expected from my first match. Mm. And uh, Caleb Kennedy is my shoot name as well. And like, they, I had thought of some work name. I don't even remember what it was. And I told the ring announcer, and they'd always put over Kennedy, like, cause uh, Ken Kennedy. That yeah, yeah. like, I'd walk in the ring, they'd be like Kennedy. And then he told me like, never change your name. I was like, okay. <laughs> but like, I wanted he to tried. try something out that day. <laughs> and I'm coming Dang. to the ring in the dress, waiting for like my cool name that wasn't that great to be announced. And he's like, 
Caleb, Tennedy. And I look at him. He looks at me and winks, and then goes into the camp or the mic a second time. He's like, Tennedy. <laughs> okay, that's why that keeps happening. <laughs> yeah, it's, you've noticed when we go back to the northwest, that happens like all the time. Yeah, I never. That's I, why I didn't know it why was that, a rib. Okay. Okay. That's funny though. <laughs> I like that a lot. That's actually really good. And I had like eight matches that night too. Damn. Like my first. That's fun. There was no better way to start than. Yeah. Just off the rip, eight <laughs> matches in. That's crazy. What about you, Casey? What was your What was your first match like? Uh, well, my first match technically is the uh, the factory showcase, and they put me in the battle royal, and I knew that I was not. I was like, all right, there's a. Uh, I think about there was like maybe 15, 20 people in the in the in the rumble, and that, that that's just me guesstimating. But I knew I, I had to do something if I wanted to like stand out a little. So uh, Preston Vance thought it'd be really funny if I got power bombed out of the ring. For my <laughs> so I literally I super kicked one guy out. Immediately afterwards, like the biggest guy in the match comes over, guts me, pulls me in, up, and he power bombs me on to these two other guys who are having their first match. So the... <laughs> that was that was my first technical one. My uh, my first indie match though was like in front of uh, was also just so happens to be Caleb's first uh, Southeast indie show yeah. uh, as well. Um, I wrestled one of the other graduates from the factory, mm. and uh, I did like a singles match in front of five people, and. Honestly, I've grown so much from there. I watched it back the other day. What a cringe show. Did what you really cringe. watch that? Have match? you ever watched back your old first matches? Yes. Yes, worst. I have. It is the worst. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But, I look back at my matches now and I'm like, bro, I'm yeah. terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not yeah, even talking about. Wrestler, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm not even talking about matches that I had like, like last. I'm talking about matches I had like last week. <laughs> I yep. just look at him like, God, you're a terrible kid. Learn to really work. people who take it most serious, like they're never really going to enjoy what they've done. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're all critical of ourselves. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I've ever had a match where I'm like, hmm, you know what? That was really good. No, I look at matches and I'm like, bruh, you should burn your boots. <laughs> nope. you, you, do you still watch back every match and like try to like learn from it? Or do you kind of know like specific spots to go back to? Or like, how do you how do you go back and kind of review your work? Yeah, I go back and I just watch like I will go back and watch a match and I just watch it one time through and then I'll like mm. try to cheek it at the way point I'm I'm trying to because I feel like I watch other people's work more critically than I watch my own because like I think I've seen my matches like a few times so I'm just like I don't want to go back and relive some of the moments that I had <laughs> but um I think that's I think that's also what's gonna be super necessary as well too is one of those things where you're like reading. Watching back, watching footwork, watching like how yeah. the crowd reacts to certain spots. Can you move them? Can you figure out where like something might work better? Yeah. There's a couple of things I try to figure out. I think the one thing that um, I hate doing though is I'm like I hate watching place space or spots where I know like. So for instance, right? I'll put it out there. I worked at a show. Um, I did a drop kick. Um, and when I did the drop kick, the I did a drop um, a shotgun drop kick from the second rope. And when I hit, I didn't fully land on my back. I actually hit it high up on my neck and Ooh. just knocked myself out. Now I was out for like five <laughs> or ten seconds. Oh, and it was like, yeah. and then watching it back, I was like, yeah, oh, bruh. Like, I don't like watching those watching those matches because I'm like, uh, like, no, that's because I know it's coming. And then I just yeah. I go back to remembering like, oh, I don't remember what happened in this spot <laughs> like after this. Or I do remember like parts of it. I'm like, oh yeah, that kind of came back to me. Not that yeah. I've knocked myself enough times to do that, but yeah. But I do like watching yeah, matches no. where it's like, um, I I got to work with a more veteran dude and kind of see like how he, yeah. how they take care of me like during the matches because I think mm -hmm. that's important too. That that teaches you that leadership side of things that you should be learning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I actually had a situation. Uh, it was. I think two years ago, it was uh, like a Christmas show or something. I, I was wrestling a guy. He's one of our good friends. He's from uh, Chile. His name is Pedro Pablo. Love the guy. <laughs> That's our dude. Um, yeah, I love him. Like, I, and I always say that because like, before I tell the story, I'm like, I love Pedro. All right? <laughs> but uh, no, uh, he speaks mo uh, primarily Spanish. So like, this is his first time coming to America and like working and like uh, working with uh, more English speaking wrestlers. So when, uh, have you ever wrestled somebody who, well, you, uh, you're, you're bilingual, aren't you? <laughs> you know I, uh, yeah, so I could yeah. kind of. So, 
<laughs> so but when I was working with him, um, we got told like to take it home. So I told him like, uh, I, I said, hey, go home. He gave me no indication like that he heard me, didn't say, yeah, didn't do anything. So I was like, all right, whatever. I guess we're just going to finish this match. And we'll get punished for whatever. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, I go to float over his shoulder because that's what he was. That's what he wanted me to do in the beginning. But he did hear the take at home and he wanted to hit me with a reverse DDT. Instead, just when I was going over his shoulder, he dropped me down just straight on my head. I was, was out. Rough. And when I watch it, like I don't. Uh, from the uh, moving me to the ring to right before I go into the curtain, I don't like have any recollection. Then a fan yelled some absurdity at me, <laughs> absurdity, and uh, then I came back too. <laughs> Interesting times. I I felt right over. Side <laughs> note: They'd be yelling some rough stuff at us here in the south. Yeah, it's... if you haven't wrestled in Georgia, you got it. It's great. <laughs> yeah, that's... I've heard. I've heard. <laughs> it's pretty rough. From a few different people I've heard. <laughs> yeah, I should. I, uh... Uh... I the crazy thing about it was when I took that drop kick and I got knocked myself out. I remember like you know how like everything just went black for a quick second, at least a thousand mm -hmm. quick second. Yeah. And I remember hearing the crowd like clap into it and I was like, Oh, I mm -hmm. gotta start getting up. And <laughs> like, you know, I get up and I put my hand on uh one of my opponents, because it was a triple threat match. I put my hand on his shoulder and he bumped. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't even touch this man. I was like, I have the world's strongest force, but now I got to now I got to play this off, right? So I go to pick him up, and he tries to pick me up for a power slam, and I, I kick out like I just start wiggling like crazy, and then I put him in a clinch, in a full Muay Thai clinch, and I was like, I'm gonna let you know right now, I'm kind of loopy. I have no idea where we are. <laughs> and he goes, Just hit me, just hit me, and I was like, threw some shots. He's like, pick me up. And so I put him in a power slam because that was supposed to be the, the idea for the match was supposed to be uh, the British Bulldog power slam match. Mm -hmm. The only way you can win is by hitting a running power slam. Okay. And so I put him on my shoulder and like I go to run and then he pushes me off. He posts me and I just lay in the post. And that was and what was supposed to happen is the other two guys were going to wrestle back and forth and try to one was supposed to be the other person with the power slam. That ended up happening. And then I peeled off. But yeah. I was like, I'm. Oh, thank God this was at the very end of this match because it would be mm -hmm. some crazy shit if this was in the beginning. <laughs> I remember, I uh, something like that happened to me in one of my first matches. I was work working this real big guy, and the cutoff was like he moved on something, just clotheslined me, and I not knocked out, but I got knocked knocked pretty good on that. But I was yeah. like too green to really speak up, so I'm like struggling through the heat. And then, like, I'm pretty sure I was concussed, too. Like, I'm sitting there after, like, oh, my gosh. And, like, someone's, like, checking on me. Like, get him. Like, yeah. Like, you remember the match? Like, yeah. some of it. <laughs> and he's, like, because, like, I told him, like, I was, like, I think other than the Hunger Slam, I was, like, three matches in. Like, Hunger Slam. Because the Hunger Slam was the only match or show I worked in my first stint. Like, I had stopped for a year and then came back. And Luther yeah. I mean, just immediately started working. And so, like, that was third match in there. And so he was like, yeah, like, you can work on, like, being looser in the heat. And then I was like, honestly, dude, like, I don't remember the heat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the <laughs> He's like, were you good? I was like, yeah, I rocked my head on that clothesline. And he's like, dude, you should have said something. I was like, I, I don't know. Like, I was just super green and just didn't speak up. <laughs> I was like, you've been, like, you've been looser on the heat, like, How'd that go? How'd that go? <laughs> Wait, How was the heat? I don't remember it. It was kind of cool to me. You know, was there a flame? I have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, I was going to say, like, we've all been kind of, like, talking to each other about, like, how we got into the business and stuff. But what drove you yeah. into really wanting to get into the business, though? Are we talking, um, like, us as a tag team or, like, actually – well, wrestling because like that gets confusing why not both why not both okay <laughs> uh i can start um yeah the first the, <laughs> yeah i'll we'll tell our stories of like how we got into wrestling and then yeah. we'll tell the story of how the business started because i think that that's a funny story okay um so we uh or so i started watching wrestling i don't know i was seven eight it was kind of something i knew i wanted to do but uh when I was about 14, my mom started taking me to shows called DOA Pro Wrestling. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. We talked about us being on it. So she was taking me to DOA every month. And so when I graduated high school, I hit them up. I was like, hey, 
uh, where would I go to start training? And they sent me to this monthly seminar uh, from this guy named Dr. Cleaver. And he, uh, he only trained once a month though. And so he uh, told me, he's like, hey, if you're serious about it, go to uh, Dub C, which was a school in Salem, Oregon. I was living in Forest Grove, Oregon, which was about two hours away. Mm. And so I was driving two hours, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, back and forth, just training. And then, yeah, that's, that's how I got started. What about you, Casey? You over here laughing about it. Oh no! I was like, well, that was the first time. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, the first time. This is yeah. I don't know if I, I don't want to mention too much more. <laughs> no, no, we'll no, own the second time. We'll own the second time. I we'll think own. We okay, we're gonna talk about the second time. So, oh, 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 I don't think I've ever talked about this on a podcast before. Most people, no, like, that's know, exclusive. Know this? Yeah, this is exclusive. You're getting this for the first. Let's go. Um, so I had a high school sweetheart, right? And she hated me wrestling when I first got into it. Like, she was kind of like, oh, like, yeah, it'd be cool. And then I was gone three three days a week. And, like, the rest of the time I was home, I was just exhausted. And she was like, right. oh, I'm good. Whatever. End up stopping. We got engaged and then married at, like, 20. And then it just didn't work out. So, like, mm. it ended up not working mm. out. And I went from, like, uh went from us splitting up in like the beginning of August to back into wrestling at the end of August. Like it was two weeks yeah. in between and everyone was kind of like, Hey, pump the brakes. Like, are you sure you want to like just jump back into this? I'm like, yeah, like fuck it. You know, yeah, we ball. And then here I am three years later. So, or no, still four balling. years, four years. Yeah. Still balling. <laughs> <laughs> you hit that still balling. <laughs> It's weird. This is one of those things, right? Uh, and before I get to you, Casey, uh, yeah. it's it's one of those things where it's like, like everybody had something they wanted to be when they wanted to, when they were growing up, right? Or even when they're like, I don't want to say when they're growing up because I stopped grown up. I'm just a giant man child. Anyway, uh, but everyone wanted to be something, right? Pro athlete, pro basketball player, pro football player, yeah. whatever, Locked right? Down, some, yeah. some some something in the sports world, right? And for me, like, pro wrestling was like all I wanted to do. And while it took like a long time to get here, I look back at some of my friends or some of the people that I went to high school with and they're like, I want to be, I want to, I want to be like, an, I want to be an NBA. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, uh, smoking crack. Like it's two different <laughs> professions. I mean, one could lead to you doing the other profession, but we're not doing the same thing. <laughs> like, What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> That's so Wait. funny. <laughs> Go ahead, Casey. Let's hear, let's hear this journey though, oh. of yours. All right. So I'll say mine's not as chipper in the beginning, but it, I feel like it's everything turns out well in the end. So uh, I, up until uh, 2020, I actually never even went to a live show. Uh, I've grown up watching wrestling since I was like four. My mom's from Detroit. And her family's like, I, they're huge into wrestling. Uh, Midwest area, they're pretty big. Um so I grew, I grew up watching it my entire life. My dad was never really into like taking me to events. He thought they were a waste of money and everything. So when I turned 20, I decided, because uh, my parents were divorced and everything, and my mom was going through a second divorce, and it was really hard on us. So I ended up uh, seeing the Chris Jericho Cruise Part 2. Mm. So I, I told my mom, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna surprise, let's, let's both go on this. We both need to like take a journey and like just have a light at the end of the tunnel, something to look forward to. We went on this cruise and it was the uh the first one where AEW was on it we had the uh first aw title change where it was hangman and kenny won the belts so that yeah. was pretty cool to, like it was cool it was just a great all-around experience and it was my first time ever seeing live pro wrestling and it was on a boat it was just everything was great the fans this is like AEW coming up still so everything was like just insane like energy and i looked at my mom when we were getting off i said this is what i want to do for the rest of my life and uh, I'd been telling her that my entire life, uh, like up to that point. Um, and she never really, she always uh, told me I needed to have a backup plan or I didn't think more realistically. But when we were walking out the boat, she said that you need to pursue it. So that was like my final, like, all right, let's go. So I, I actually originally signed up for flatbacks. I put in a $500 non-refundable uh, to cement my place. And then uh, like a week later, I came home from work uh, and I was just scrolling through my phone as people do. I saw a uh, 
a adver- an advertisement from Cody's uh, Instagram, and he was like, "We're opening up a new school. Uh, we're, we need thirty people. Put an application, and we'll uh, we'll pick who like uh, who comes in." So I put an application in. Literally didn't think anything of it because why would Cody Rhodes uh, school pick me? Uh, and then. Long story short, I got a call uh, like a week before I'm supposed to start at Flatbacks, uh, and they said that I was accepted into the Nightmare Factory. So I had to choose between leaving home in Florida, which is where I'm originally from, uh, and then uh, or I could move to Atlanta and pursue um, wrestling with honestly one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. So uh, of course it was a no-brainer. I had to go to the Cody facility um and I, honestly it's been a life-changing experience i got to meet uh incredible people who are like family caleb's like my brother i've gotten to train under ernest the cat miller who's become just a definitely a father figure for me so um no no regrets into that and, I, and I, there was something you were talking about earlier and what i wanted to bring up also was it seems like everybody has to go through a breakdown to reach a breakthrough so i yeah. feel like um in that 2020 I, I i'm trying to pick and choose what i want to share but i went through my biggest breakdown so i feel like right now i'm on my journey to my biggest breakthrough and i feel like you know caleb's in that same situation and uh uh i just i want to take a moment just to realize that i think there's something uh special about people uh, like us, and yeah, the, yeah, and I'm getting lost in it because I'm just getting all like uh, in my feels. Because I, I got you, I got you. Yeah, yeah. no, 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 man. Because like, like on the real though, man. Like this is what I'm. Just, yeah, and this podcast is one of those things where we can kind of be like that. I, yeah. I totally 100 hear you, right? So, uh, 2006, while y'all was being young, uh, I had joined the military. Right. Okay. And then uh, I was in the Air Force. I got I got uh, deployed overseas. Right. So I can share it with y'all. I haven't shared this with you guys, but I'm going to share it with y'all now. Y'all mm-hmm. here. Uh, and they've on the show. I haven't talked about this. But uh, you know, when I got deployed to Iraq right in December, my mom and dad has split um, mm-hmm. some things that happened in their relationship. We're not going to share that. Right. And then my mm-hmm. uh, at the time girlfriend broke up with me while I was overseas. So I got the Dear John email because we didn't get into Dear, oh, yeah, Dear John yeah. letters. You know, we in a, you know, we on yeah. computers and stuff. So anyway, I, and then, uh, so I was on my low and I came and I, I thought at that moment, I was like, bro, if a mortar hit me today, I do not care. And that was a, I was mm-hmm. low, low, low. And then I came back and then my ex and I, we kind of got back. We kind of rekindled some things, kind of thought it was going to work out. Obviously it did not because you know, I'm, I'm married to a different woman and we have a kid. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I was at the lowest point, man, where I was like, I, I got to a point where I was like drinking every night just to the point to where I would black out. Right. Because I was like, I like, I just don't have a care at this point. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I yeah. definitely hear like that part about where you hit the low and you hit low, low, low. And then one day I was like, just happened to be watching wrestling. And I was like, I really want to think I should pursue this thing. And then like. I was, I finally, something clicked and I was like, you know what? Like, I don't want to be angry no more. I don't want to drink no more, like heavily. Right. I just want to be happy. So I kept watching wrestling and then things kind of, kind of kept going. And then I met my wife, like, well, I met, it was, I met this woman, right. Who ended up becoming my wife. And then (laughs) a few years later, like a ton of years later, I should say, uh, when I was living in Maryland, I was like, yo, I want to be a pro wrestler. And I found a friend who was uh, working the dark arts. If you guys know what that means and then eventually i uh i i made the leap into pro wrestling and then i haven't looked back since and mentally it has been a godsend for me like yeah it, it's such a it's a weird stress relief that you mm-hmm. get on the show right or like that you get on the shows you get in practice right you get to talking to people who are also in part of the same mission it is like i just want to be the best i can be and have fun and entertain right and just be outlandish right it's it's one of those things where it's like I definitely hear where you're coming from though when you're talking about hitting like rock bottom and just yeah you're not staying there because as soon as you start realizing you're like oh I'm on the up and up and then you just have this big breakthrough and you're like this is amazing mm-hmm. yep yeah because uh, honestly if you're gonna share all that I was like I feel like I, I've I've never been one to want to share this story but Caleb shared a story now you shared this I'll, I'll give you like the full. Uh, so after, so February, I decided like 100% I'm going to be, I want to do pro wrestling. And then in March, it was uh, a guy who was like a brother to me. His name's Keaton. And, uh, Keaton actually passed away in March because of COVID. Mm. So, but before he died, I had actually told him, I was like, Hey, I've decided this is what I'm going to do with my life and stuff. Uh, 
he was also a drug addict so like he had um overdosed on my uh, uh before and he ended up having like uh heart issues so he had like an eight-year-old heart caught covid and then just had a cardiac event um but anyways keaton uh i told keaton like this is what i wanted to do and he was very adamant on like well you know like you, you need to get out of like you need to get out of this town you need to go pursue your dreams like i believe in you and then for him to when he died the next month it, honestly the way i look at things like this is like you can move forward and you can hate life and like kick yourself while you're down or you can uh, try to honor the people that uh that you carry uh, like in your heart and like so my goal is i want to honor key and, and i'm going to chase this dream uh relentlessly and i don't see myself failing uh i don't believe that i can fail so um, everything I do is in honor uh, of him and some of the closer family members I had that have believed in me and aren't gonna see me make it, but uh, I, they will. <laughs> it's one of those things too, you can't look at it like, I, no, I can't yeah, fail because at the end of the day, like you're already like, it, it sounds weird to say it this okay. way, but you're already there. Like, yeah, there's uh, levels, yeah, I've already won. there's levels to where you <laughs> want to get to, right? But mm -hmm. your your goal was ultimately, I want to honor those by, you know, living a passion and living in the pro wrestling and going into pro wrestling and like now, now you're doing that you know what i mean so like yeah. you can't look at it as like oh well it's oh a, yeah it's a failure part to me now no, you're, I, you're already here yeah and i and i, I actually it's funny that you say that because i my grandfather actually came down um to visit me and i he's not in great health so this is like you know realistically you never know it could be the last time so i wanted him to see me wrestle one time so i brought him to a practice and he saw me do a practice match he, he uh he got to watch my matches on youtube and he like pulled me aside and we had like a little one-on-one -on -one talk and he was like i just want to let you know that like i remember you telling me when you were four that this is what you wanted to do and i remember you growing up and pretending to be these wrestlers and getting to see you in that ring like you've lived your dream and you're living your dream and i'm proud of you like you've made it and i, I think honestly nothing nothing uh will ever I, i'm not i'm not gonna leave this world with regret i feel very uh positive about everything and i feel like i chose the, my right journey and i think i'm on the right path i think we all are and you know what's funny man because like you mentioned that you had to make a choice between like flat backs and uh, and a nightmare factory i mean i don't know cody and sean are friends right i mean maybe you know you can still slide back oh. over and be like hey yeah. can i get some yeah. lessons over yeah. at flat back yeah, I would say we, we at this point we've run we met we met some people yeah we've run into them it's great uh, and uh, honestly I meet a lot of his students now so uh, from talking with them they got a great school going I've wrestled his kids they got they're all great in the ring they have great fundamentals so either way it would have been a great choice you want to hear I'd meet Caleb <laughs> so I'll, I'll share this with you this is crazy and it'll be the first time I share yeah. this on this show too. So, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> hey, you guys, you and it's a, it's a great story. So it's kind of funny how this all this is all going to link back, right? Trust me, you guys will see. So I was working for Kraft Mac and Cheese back in like 2017, I think it was, 20, yeah. 2016, 2017. Anyway, oh. so I met this person, right, uh, mm -hmm. named Allison, mm -hmm. right? So Allison and I, we meet, we're in Chicago, right? She's from D.C. I'm from the Baltimore team, but we meet in Chicago and we kick it off. We have a good friendship, right? And we have a lot of fun. We joke back and forth, right? Uh, eventually, she gets offered a job in Orlando, right? So she leaves D.C. and she moves to Orlando and then she did something different, right? She just ultimately left like craft altogether. So randomly, I start seeing her with this dude. I'm like, yo, who's this guy? I was like, this guy looks familiar. Mind you, I just keep looking. I was like, that's not who I think it is. And sure enough, I hit her up and I was like, Ayo, is your boyfriend's name Matt? And she was like, yeah, he's really great at flatbacks. I was like, my friend is dating Tyler Breeze. That's so cool. And not only did they date, they're married. They just had a kid together, by the way. Congratulations, Allison and Tyler. <laughs> oh, Matt. <laughs> but it was so great. Like, talk about the small world of like, professional wrestling like i yep. never imagined that would be something but yeah it was definitely funny i was like i've, I've been meaning to want to share the story and then you just gave me the prime opportunity to do so. <laughs> there you go <laughs> see the business is always giving that's one mm. thing we've always been very big on we're very giving people <laughs> well the thing is what i love about this business is that you you're always one step away from meeting that person who's next yeah you know what i mean yep. yes yes that's why i love it you never know who's gonna take off and like you never know when it will happen 
Yeah, well, it's not even <laughs> just that. It's like you're always one step from you're like always one connection away from knowing that person who was like a part of either AEW or NWA or WWE or MLW or New Japan, yeah. New Japan Strong, right? You're always like you're always one connection away from that person. Yep. And it's always it's a blast to see. I always mm-hmm. I love watching like I love watching other people succeed. I and people are always like, yeah, people say that all the time, but they don't really mean it. No, like I genuinely mean it because it's like this show, right, has given me such a big opportunity to go out and meet so many different people and network yep. so much that like yeah, I can get dropped into and I and I I don't mean to sound braggadocious when I say this, but I get dropped in different areas all the time and I'm like, I'm so happy because I'll meet somebody like, bro, what's up? And like, oh holy shit, you're here. <laughs> like, what's up? Yeah, I've been telling Caleb, I was like, I like how uh, now, just because of how much traveling we've done, it's like, it doesn't matter what locker room we're in, we always know somebody, and there's always like uh, that like that reaction of like, oh my god, you're here? <laughs> it's usually us, like nobody knows that where we're going to be. And I but feel like, like I've seen a lot of people just like, they stay within their like couple hours of home, and they build their name like that way. And Casey and I have been the opposite, we have just hopped in cars, we've driven all over the place we've jumped back and forth between west coast and here like that's how we started man <laughs> yeah so how did you guys form as a team okay um and then you said yeah. bama i heard that part but so <laughs> yeah well, um trying to remember what was the oh yeah so hey let's just start with the you know freight train <laughs> yeah do you know who freight train is i don't know who freight train is <laughs> so let's not skip <laughs> Have you ever heard of $5 Hello. Wrestling? It was run by a yeah. Cole Cabana was heavily involved. Yes. Okay. I have. The Freight Train was like their guy. Okay. And I we love us in Freight Train. Yeah. And I had just so I had just moved in with Caleb. And uh when uh I, when I first moved in, he we were he was like showing me some like different like some of the wrestling he likes, whatnot. And we were also living with Parker Lee at that time. And, and Caleb and Parker started talking about uh, this this promotion called five dollar wrestling. And I was so like, good. what is that? <laughs> So of course they had to show me. So uh, my favorite part, my favorite, uh, my favorite show they had was the it was the death match dance party. <laughs> and five dollar wrestling honestly, is not good. If you haven't seen five dollar no. wrestling, it's not good. It is bad wrestling. No. Yeah, yeah, it's purposely bad wrestling. <laughs> like they know oh. it. Like all the wrestlers know it. Everybody knows it. It's just for fun. <laughs> but uh, anyways, Freight Train has just a great personality. He's uh, he's hilarious on the microphone, and it was just a big favorite of Caleb and ours. So one of our friends from the Nightmare Factory, his name is Nasty Leroy. He used to be the leader of the Nasty team. You know Caleb Nasty? Over. I know. Yeah, Nasty. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Caleb, yeah. Tell him about Caleb Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> he he will oh get God. so mad. <laughs> I love so nasty was, so much. Nasty was teaming with Freight Train, and I saw it, so I sent it to Caleb. I said, "Oh my God, this is amazing!" And uh, Caleb was like, "Should we just like see if we can tag along so we can go meet Freight Train?" And uh, Johnny Primetime was training with us a lot, so I had like, I knew yeah. he was a big thing in New South, so I like talked to Donnie. I was like, "Hey, we want to go and just watch Freight Train and Nasty team up." He's like, "Really?" That- that's why you want to go the four hours? I'm like, yeah, no, we'll own that. He's like, okay. So he lets us ride up with him. And then uh, another tag team named the New Age New Villains. I almost called them the New Age Outlaws. I, almost, I know. <laughs> I almost said <laughs> I it almost stuck did. to it. The New Age Villains had showed up. And so he randomly grabbed us. He's like, hey, do you guys want to have a tag match? Yeah. And we were like, sure, why not? And so... We had a tag match, kind of clicked, and the rest was history. Nice. Yeah. So how did you settle brain. on the name? How did you settle on the name? The business. I don't. Uh, I don't <laughs> know. Is it shareable? <laughs> yeah, we share it. Um, so I was tagging with Parker Lee at the time, and then we kind of added Casey for one show. Like there was one show where it was the three of us at a school of Morton in front of like eight people. Yeah. And like we had talked about being a trios because we're all living together. And on that road trip, <laughs> I understand why you're kind of like, I'm telling the story and the remembering parts. And now I'm understanding why Casey was like, can can you edit the podcast before it airs? If there's something that's like. Oh, I mean, we could. And then I'll share. We can, we can edit certain things out if you want them out. 
but yeah. we could definitely I could definitely no. tell you I could tell you no. a story actually yeah, you right, you post right. that I had to do and you'll laugh about it we're just gonna own it so basically um I feel like I know where this is going we kept making jokes about like hey do you respect the business this was on the car ride with <laughs> but like they were always How often about you respect about. the business <laughs> <laughs> they were always about jerking like it was always yeah. like if you heard the jokes you know they were about jerking off yeah and so we get back to the apartment we kept making those jokes to blake i'm like i wake up every morning i respect the business before i do anything else <laughs> and then we're on the way to this trios thing and uh yeah. parker is like i called him his shoot name a couple times on accident i slipped up there. <laughs> i realized yeah, I, I wasn't gonna say it. anything I knew Parker for two years before his uh, work name was Parker. So uh, he was like, what if we just go by the business? And then uh, we did one show as a trios and then Parker had some stuff kind of going off from a single. So we ended up just Casey and I doing tag and Parker ended up doing yeah. singles. But uh, yeah, so Parker Lee was a big part of the name. I'll give him yeah. that. <laughs> oh man if he watches this <laughs> if he watches it he's posting it, he's like i i've been yeah, saying be it day that. one <laughs> but well all right so let, let me ask you the next question which is yeah. which is one of my favorite questions to ask a lot of people right what's one of the hardest lessons you've had to learn being in the business uh when to keep my mouth shut <laughs> so i am a big jokester <laughs> Mm. Yeah, you and are. And like, <laughs> and like, there's wait times where I'll be quiet. Like, there's been moments in, during this interview where I'm just quiet because you guys are just talking. I let you guys do your thing. But then there's times where someone will say something. I'm out of nowhere, just a smart ass remark. Yeah, Caleb's real out of pocket. <laughs> and, and sometimes, like, it's not even like an intentional thing. It just slips out. And like, when I'm at my like shoot job. It's really just out there because I don't care. Like, at least with wrestling, like, I know, like, okay, I need to, like, have somewhat of a filter. But, like, it's it slipped through a few times with wrestling. And, uh, yeah, I'm not going to name any names, but, like, I've learned from, like, some big names. Like, keep your fucking mouth shut, dude. Yeah. And, like, there's no heat. Like, it's not like I have heat with anyone. <laughs> but I've learned from some big names. Like, yeah. And it's always, like, a very, like, Hey, you're a good kid. Just don't be a smart ass. Like, no, pick when to be a smart ass is like one of my lessons I've learned. I like that. I like that lesson. Why you, Casey? Oh, I'm still currently trying to learn how to get the hot tag. Um... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this isn't the place. Nah, nah, nah. I don't know. Uh, Casey with the hot tag? I don't know. I don't know. He's, Caleb said I have to bench more than him first. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like that. Um, oh, man. Uh, as far as one of the lessons, uh, I think it's sometimes, like, knowing, like, uh, it's, it's more of, like, the business part. Because I'm always very worried that, like, when I talk to people, it's going to be, it's going to come across disingenuine. Or mm. like maybe because you know how much, you're in the business, you know it's like oh does he want something from me? Does he just want a booking? <laughs> but it's like I'm genuinely in this business to make like I want to have fun, uh, promote like Caleb and our Caleb and I's pro wrestling and like how we do things and hopefully people like that. But in the process, I want to make good friendships because I feel like on the day where you hang up the boots, do you want just a, a bunch of old coworkers that used to, that like, used to know you or do you want to have like actual brothers and yeah. like friendships? Yeah. So uh, I, I guess uh, my biggest lesson I'm still trying to learn is like how to make sure I always come across as a genuine guy and uh, make sure my intentions are clear. Also yeah. bonus lesson we've learned. Cody yeah. Rhodes once said, uh, Oh God. Like someone did something like <laughs> oh, no. and like they had like a funny like spot idea, but then they like half-assed did it. Like, oh no, they did. They did it to the point where like they kind of did it, but like not really. And so Cody's like, if you're going to do stuff like that, you got to do it. And he's like, yeah, if you're going to get pregnant, yeah. get full pregnant. <laughs> yeah. I know who that was. Uh, There's a couple twins that, that mm -hmm. did it. And then, told that same story 
Oh, did they say happen. the same thing? Not on this podcast, but they definitely told my friend, and I just happened to be there when they told that story. Yeah, like, if you're yeah. going to do something, don't have pregnant. Do a full pregnant. Get full pregnant. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I love telling that to, like, new wrestlers. Like, whenever I meet, like, really, really, like, Ray, like, right out of wrestling school guys, or even if I see people in the wrestling school who are new, I'd love to tell them that. And they just, like, they don't really, they don't get it, but they mm-hmm. think it's funny. <laughs> It's like you, and when you think about it too, you're like, I mean, I mean, that makes sense. Like nobody just gets half pregnant. Like, yeah. you know, you, you gotta go all the way, right? He's the and that's why I think like saying it. some weird stuff. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard a lot of Codyisms, and I've yeah. genuinely looked at myself like, I mean, oddly that makes sense, but why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, so let me hop over to the best part of the three count podcast, right? Which yeah. is the three count podcast, ten count questions. Here's how it works, right? I'm gonna fire off ten questions at you guys, uh, and whatever comes to whatever your first answer is, that's that's your answer. Okay, cool, cool. All right, <laughs> so we're gonna put it on the imaginary timer for ad pressure. Bing. And in the words of my favorite commentator, Mike Goldberg, here we go. SmackDown or Raw? Uh, okay. Favorite movie. <laughs> what was that? Favorite movie. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, Spider-Man. Okay. I'm a big Spider-Man guy. I this, is be, this will be an easy question. Uh, Marvel or DC? Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, who chooses? <laughs> My question for you is, does anyone cho- chose DC? I have, yes, I have people who choose DC. <sighs> what are you? Uh, I'm a Marvel fan, dude. Like, of course. Oh, when it comes we when it comes to the movies, <laughs> okay. When it comes to the movies, yeah, yeah. I'm a Marvel fan. When it comes to the cartoons, that's a 50 50. When okay. it comes to the comic books, I like DC. I'm not gonna front. Like, yeah, yeah. No, the when reason, it comes to animations, I'm a huge DC. <laughs> yeah. yeah, DC animations is like let's be real. Like, and you could go to like pause time. Yeah. You can go toe for toe, right? You can be like, well, X Men, Superman, right? The Adventures of Superman was really great. Uh, the amazing Spider-Man, right? Uh, but then you have mm-hmm. the Batman animated series, right? So it's like mm-hmm. you have shows that go back and forth, right? And then you yeah. have those that that really didn't do so well. So you'd be like, "Well, Iron Man," but like, bro, what? No, mm-hmm. no one, no one acknowledges Iron Man. Like Justice League, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so lit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> move back over. Uh, favorite actor? Johnny Depp. Will Ferrell off the top of my head. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> Big Will Ferrell so guy. I love you yeah. so much. <laughs> uh PlayStation or Xbox? Xbox. Xbox. Uh favorite cartoon. Teen Titans. SpongeBob. <laughs> Teen Titan. DC comic. Right. <laughs> That was my favorite TV show growing up. You have to go with it. <laughs> uh, I'm a big Teen Titan fan. I love Teen Titans Go, though. I will be 100%. Oh, I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I, the last episode I saw was the sandwich one, where it was like, uh, we were on the mission to get like the best sandwich ever or whatever, and I was like, oh, like the very awesome. <laughs> yeah. it was too silly. It was too silly. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Apple or Android? Uh, Apple. Favorite podcast? Oh, Three Count Podcast, of course. I mean, it's not like it's like Listen, marketed down there at the bottom corner. <laughs> you can't disrespect. You can't disrespect Joe Rogan. Also, can we put a, t- a pause on the timer? Because uh, yeah, yeah. I need to go back to that Apple and Android thing. Mm. So I made a com- a comparison to wrestling with Apple and Android. You know how like Apple users like they'll switch to Apple and then they become very pretentious about it. Yeah. Casey and I just switched to Boots very recently. We were both kickback guys, mm. and like I asked someone like hey when are you switching to boots and then i like sat there for a second like oh my god wrestling boots are the apple of professional wrestling because once people switch to boots they're very like everyone should have boots like everyone needs to look professional guilty Guilty. (laughs) no casey and i were like the worst about it like here we are we were kick pads like slapping on the kicks and everything then we switched to boots and we're like we're we're professional wrestlers now. Yeah. We're calling every, we call everybody kid. And like, nice. That's something I realized this last week, and I don't know if I'm wrong for that, but like, wrestling boots are the apple of professional wrestling. Like, once you switch over, 
no, I agree, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's fire. <laughs> I'm gonna let I'm gonna let I'm gonna let my friends know about that too. I'm like, I'm just gonna look at them too. I was like, and this is why I'm wearing yeah. kick pads because I'm never going to Boots. And, and so no Apple products for me. You, then you can't go back. No. <laughs> the Calebism right there. <laughs> I wear. So funny thing is, I wear military boots in the ring. Like, really, oh, really? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you guys about it afterwards. You guys don't get to see all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, but nominate one person that you want to see on this podcast. Mister, you know what? Uh, can I do a tag team? Sure. Knopside, Knopside heroes. I was gonna put over those guys. They're my, they're such good guys. Okay. Can I throw and their brothers? <laughs> Did you just say Hammer Bros? No, I said okay. uh, no. I just said that the Offside are brothers. Oh, oh, oh! I got you. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. throw out some people from Oregon Pro that I was just training at. Kind of some Northwesters. Uh, there's a tag team called the Flame and Aces. Spencer Scott and uh, yeah. Zay Perez okay. have them on uh, the Hammer Bros. Jack and Sledge Hammer. So good. They, it would be an hour of just, and then uh, oh. our friend Amira too. Those that were people that. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I yeah. guess. If you you get her last though, yeah. <laughs> put her on last. Okay. Nice. And if you can cut anything from the podcast, cut me putting her over. <laughs> yeah. But uh, last but not least, my favorite question: Ask every single person that comes on the show, favorite curse word. You're allowed to curse on the show, by the way, just in case. Oh, we're, we're allowed to the whole time? Yeah, the whole <laughs> fucking time, bro. So I, picked well, I dropped the F-bomb like the first five minutes of this. <laughs> um, oh, that's that's a tough one. That's the one I've had to think the most about. Like, I feel like fuck's just too too easy. Yeah, I know that, that, one, that one seems like the go-to, so I don't want to say that one. Um, a good old honestly, penis never I don't hurt know. anyone. Yeah, yeah. For <laughs> well, dude, I'll, I'll say shit. I like, I like saying that. I shit you not. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, side note. We, mm, you know, that'll be an after podcast story. Bad. Yeah, no, I'm saying like that's too much more of an after podcast. We could, we could have. I share. love that you knew exactly where I was going. It's a great tag team. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Well, those are all my questions. So the last thing I need from you guys is to let our our viewers and our listeners know where they can find you. Okay. Uh, so I'm on Instagram as Caleb underscore Tenity, and then I uh, Twitter as C Tenity, and then underscore P for some reason. I don't remember why there was a P there. Um, but yeah, my Twitter handle is C Tenity underscore P. Yeah, if you can find me on Instagram, I was a jabroni and didn't put it in that one. <laughs> so uh, it's KC underscore r-o-x-x-e-r because someone else someone already took casey underscore rocker <laughs> um and then twitter or x is rocker underscore casey you can find me on there i post a lot so that is your warning <laughs> well there you go they gave you your handles they told you where you could find them and you know what that means like every great part of a wrestling match yes we got to take it home because this is a three count podcast. It's now entering and I'm your host Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up that mountain called wrestling. And, you know, like I said, as you're sure, but it's never about me. It's about who's into the ring. So who's into the ring? You see Caleb Tennedy. You see Casey Rocker. So you guys know what to do. Tune in to the next episode and be there or you're really just like be square listening. Nah, never be square. That's lame. So, you're uh you're gonna be there or you're really just following us on all of our social media platforms you're listening to us on spotify you're subscribed to our youtube channel you're following us on spotify as well you're following us on amazon music you're even checking us out on iHeartRadio, or i think that's how the tune goes <laughs> yeah it's perfect it's beautiful sure. uh you're even buying our merch on prowrestlingtees.com or foryourwear.com you're checking us out you're telling us your friends about us you're leaving those little comments you're leaving those little likes and then you're sharing this with uh your friends your enemies your family your pets because we love all those people too even if they don't love us so uh that or you're really just kind of waiting for this episode to end you're waiting for the outro and then you're choosing another episode to listen to kawaii <laughs>
What's going on is Clipper Red Dog, the man that leads you up down mountain called wrestling. And what we need from you guys is to kind of show some support, right? We want you guys to go to our YouTube channel at the Three Count Podcast, go on to our Twitch channel, Three Count Pod, or even our Facebook page, Three Count Podcast, and just give us a like, follow, subscribe, even give us a comment, right? Do all that cool stuff. Share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with your enemies, right? Or you can even come talk to us and just chat us up, right? Find us on Twitter at Three Count underscore Pod. Find us on IG and on TikTok at Three Count Pod. Go ahead and leave us those comments. We want to hear from all of you guys. We're going to keep putting on videos and stuff like that. We want to keep making this content better. So we want your guys' support. Also, if you guys want to, go support us at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the three count podcast or even find us on ForYourWear.com. Give us the support. Show us your guys' love because we want to give it right back to y'all. So in the meantime, between time, love y'all.